Hello, welcome back to another episode of Thrive Abetic. My name is Kate and I am back this week again with Heather and we are talking all about alcohol and diabetes, um, kind of like how it's affected us over the years, how we feel about alcohol, all those things, all those fun things. Um, But before that, Heather, catch me up on you. How's diabetes lately? What's up? Well, I think I just need a mental break right now from diabetes. Um, Just seems like there's a lot of things that just keep happening and I could just use like a day break. You ever, you ever get that way, Kate? Yeah. I mean, like one day break would be insane. Can you imagine? I honestly, I couldn't even tell you what that would be like, to be honest. But I think that would be strong. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I'd be like, is my blood sugar okay? <laughs> I know. I'd be like, um, how many units should I be taking right now? And then I'd be like, oh, I can eat this slice of pizza and not even have to be like, oh, here's 30 carbs or, you know, whatever. You know what I would be eat? Weird. I would eat Chinese food because my blood sugar has never been okay after Chinese food. <laughs> ever. Not once. Same. It definitely sends me on a whole nother level. So <laughs> I can definitely relate. So I'm right there with you. Yeah, no, I feel that 100%. I feel like I always need a mental break from diabetes. And it's always a lot like, I don't know. I mean, with the seasons change, like I feel like my blood sugar goes crazy too. I don't even know why. But also it's because like, in the summer, you exercise a little bit more and like, I don't know, just different seasons, different things. I feel like my blood sugar is always just like doing something random. Um, But at the same time, the holidays are around the corner, which means like, you know, we have to figure out carb counting for Thanksgiving and like so many desserts everywhere that I'm like, how many carbs is this? I have no idea. But because when we're recording this, um, for anyone who's listening, we're recording this before Thanksgiving week. So Heather, how are you feeling about Thanksgiving week? Um, you know, I think I'm just going to give it my best effort. And every year I know every year I'm just like, it's fine. I know I'm going to, I just need to prepare myself and be like, it's fine if my blood sugars are a little crazy just because there's so much, like, it's such a big meal. And then also like all the snacking too, like I'm a big snacker. So that's a big part of it. And, um, I don't know. It's just like a lot of, like a lot of things all at once and it's not great for diabetics. So I'm just, I'm trying to tell myself it's okay not to be perfect. and also just enjoy my Thanksgiving with my family. So how about you? Yeah, I feel like I have to do the same thing for sure. Like I have to remind myself extra around the holidays that like, it's okay. And I kind of just try to like give myself a free pass on holidays, which like, I think I need to do more often just for like normal days too, because it's like, you know, we always like try our best and it's just like, what are you going to do? And honestly, like, I remember last year, like, I think my blood sugar was actually pretty good last year. Like, I don't remember having, like, anything crazy. I think I'm, like, pretty decent, I guessing these days, but (laughs) it is hard just with, like, like you said, like, snacks all day long. And, like, that's why I'm so thankful for the pump, because, like, imagine having to take, like, a million injections all day for all the snacks. Yeah, seriously. So I'm excited though. I'm excited for Thanksgiving. Like it'll be fun. It's going to be different for me this year because I'm normally with family and this year I'm in Colorado. I have one roommate that's staying too. So her and I are just going to make a bunch of food and hang out. So it'll be different, but it'll be fun. 
Yeah, that sounds fun. Are you guys doing like a Friendsgiving or something? No, just it's just Madison and I. That's my roommate's name, and she's my good friend too. Um, so it's just us. Like we're just gonna we're after this podcast. Actually, we have to plan out what we want to get for Thanksgiving, which we have like similar diets. Like she's pescatarian. I'm like, I I was pescatarian. Now I eat chicken, but um, we we eat similar. So we're just gonna like plan out a bunch of food to make and just have a nice relaxing day. Good. Well, I hope you have good blood sugars for Thanksgiving. Yeah, seriously. I hope everyone has perfect blood sugars for Thanksgiving. Like that would be an absolute miracle, but I really hope for that for everyone. Yeah, seriously, me too. Okay, so let's get into our topic today. Um, Just a quick little blurb before is that we are not medical doctors or anything medical related. This is not medical advice. It is just for entertainment pur- purposes only. We are speaking from our personal experiences, which might be completely different from yours. Um, so don't take this as medical advice. If you are planning on changing anything in your in the way that you manage your diabetes, talk with your doctor first. Um, that's up to you. But yeah, and we also do not condone underage drinking. We are just talking from our personal experiences. Okay, Heather, tell me about, um, let's just start with, just tell me about, like, what was it like for you in the beginning when you first started drinking alcohol and how did that play into diabetes for you? Like, what were, what were those experiences like? Yeah, so I think when I first started drinking it was like, it was hard to balance everything that my body was like processing. And it, it was just like a lot all at once because I feel like I was like drinking and then I would have like these really low blood sugars. And I remember kind of hearing like treat alcohol like a carb. And so like, then I was going low in the middle of the night or like right before I went to bed and stuff. So that was like kind of my beginning experience. And I know you had kind of told me too, but I didn't really even know what to do with drinking and diabetes. I was just like, I I didn't meet Kate until college. And that was when I was a freshman. And so I didn't really like know anything. And so I was kind of just like lost. I was like, I don't really know what to do. And I probably should have done more research than what I did, if any. But um it's also hard when you're at that age and you, it's like an awkward conversation to have with your doctor and you just like need a type one diabetic buddy. That's like, Hey, don't judge me. But like, what do I do in this situation? So I'm glad I had you because I met you my freshman year. And I think we did really great in college together because we had each other. Um, But yeah, I mean, I just, I feel like it was a huge adjustment. How are things like with you when you first started? Yeah, I was pretty much the same. I feel like I got lucky with like my early experiences of drinking and diabetes just because like in high school, I mean, I I did start drinking like pretty young, honestly, which I could go back. Maybe I wouldn't do that, but um, that was my experience. And I like, I don't know, I always just like wanted to fit in in high school and ignore diabetes. I didn't want anyone to know about it. And so with like drinking, like, of course, like that's like when you're partying and like, 
you know, just trying to like fit in with everyone and have a good time. And I didn't want to think about diabetes. So like I said, I feel like I got lucky because I really knew very, very little about how alcohol affects blood sugar. I had no idea and I didn't have any like resources. I guess I could have just like Googled it, but I didn't really like do any research into it when I first started drinking and um, I kind of just like would wing it. And for the most part, it worked out fine for me. Um, but I learned like pretty early on that it would drop my blood sugar in the middle of the night. <clears throat> and so like I would I would try to like prepare for that. And like I would always like eat a banana before I went to bed. Or like I would try to remember to check my blood sugar before I went to bed. Um, and if I was like anywhere from like 100 to 150, I would eat like at least 15 carbs because I knew that it was going to drop later on. Um, but it also was like kind of hard too, because I didn't, in high school, I didn't have a pump. I didn't have a CGM or anything like that. So I was really just winging it, but I mean, it worked out for me. Like I said, like I ended up learning later on and like, I wish that there had been more resources like presented to me. Like, I don't know. I mean, I think that like when you go to an endocrinologist, honestly, like they should start giving you information about how to deal with it even if you're underage because it's just like so many people drink underage like I mean that was my whole entire high school like most people I know started drinking underage and like it's obviously dangerous to not know how it affects you you could go low in the middle of the night and not wake up um which is scary so I don't know I think there needs to be like more resources for people um to figure it out so you don't have to wing it and like be scared of what's gonna happen to you so yeah, mine was like pretty similar to yours, but it, it definitely was like helpful, like when I had you in college, just to have like a buddy while drinking and especially like someone who understands how it affects you and just can kind of like look out for you and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, did you have any like particularly bad experiences with alcohol and diabetes ever? Um, you know, <laughs> I feel like I have been pretty fortunate where I haven't had anything major. I mean, I don't know about you, but like sometimes when I get low and after I've been drinking, I'm like, I really don't eat those fruit snacks right now. And I get like a little rebellious. I'm like, no. And then whoever I'm with is like, okay, you have to eat the fruit snacks. I'm like, okay, you're right. Like I do. But honestly, I, I don't really remember having like anything really bad happen. Um, pretty much like what you said, I just wing it most of the time. And like, now I know I need to have those snacks before I go to bed and like, just keep an eye on things. And I guess like be prepared for also knowing like, Hey, you drank tonight. So like you may wake up in the night. So, um, just have an extra cup of coffee in the morning or whatever. But I don't think I had anything crazy happen when I was in school. Um, I'm trying to think, I don't, Maybe if there's something that you say, it will trigger something in my brain too, because I'm like, I don't know. I feel like there was nothing ever crazy. It's just like me being rebellious when I'm low and I'm like, my stomach is already full of so much liquid. Like, I don't think I can take another liquid in my body right now. And then you still like force down the juice and you're like, I'm a champ. I did it. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. I think that like mine was pretty much the same. Like I didn't have anything crazy happen to me or anything bad, thankfully, um, but yeah, I mean, there was definitely times, like, throughout college, I drank too much and was, like, throwing up, but it never, like, seriously affected my blood sugar to a point where it was, like, a, a serious issue, and I, like, couldn't eat something to, like, get my blood sugar back up and 
whatnot. So I feel lucky and, for that. Yeah. And I was going to say too, I also think like everyone that I was like drinking around with, like knew I was diabetic and they like knew the warning signs and stuff. So like, I feel like everyone had my back and was like, Hey, are you good? Like, do you need a snack or like, do you need this? So it was like really good to have a good support system around me too. And like checking on me, knowing like those symptoms and things like that. So I think also having that too, when you're drinking, it's nice to have like a good little support there in case, you know, you aren't feeling well or something. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, So since we're on that topic, actually, what is your like advice for drinking with diabetes? Or like, I guess, just tell me like what you do to like help manage your blood sugar and stay safe while drinking. So I would say... I mean, obviously, before you drink, I don't know, I always try and like really hydrate that day too, and like drink lots of water. Um, You know, just keeping my being keeping things in mind of like, your it di- drinking does affect your diabetes. And it's really hard. And I mean, honestly, like there's some days when like, I have a good night, and I'm like, okay, I had my snack before I went to bed or like this and that. And like, sometimes I still get low. And it doesn't make sense to me sometimes. And I'm like, okay, I'm doing like things that I would normally do to prevent this. Um, So just like be patient with yourself until you develop a routine that like fits your drinking and, you know, your body. Like you're like, okay, I might just need like a light snack or like you might need something heavy. But also like going to bed, I would also like try and drink when I got home, drink some water and like try and like get my body back back up to speed from the drinking um just because I feel like that extra water really does help I mean you're dehydrating your body while you're drinking so um I think just like drinking extra water and having those snacks and just like no you're probably not going to get the best night's sleep especially if your blood sugar drops but um I would say those are like the main things for me for tips for drinking with diabetes I mean obviously do your research. Um, I think beyond type one has like a big segment, which I just thought I wish I would have like, like you said, done my research in college and everything, but they do have a really good, um, website that says like, Hey, if you're drinking, like, this is kind of like what to expect and things like that. So like doing the research and figuring out like how it could affect your blood sugar and everything. And also, I mean, having the hard conversation with your endo or even like someone in the diabetes community where you can just like put a post out like what Kate does or just put something out there and say like, hey, like I am drinking and I'm like struggling with my blood sugars because I feel like we're such a big community and like any one of us would be like, hey, this is our experience. Like I want to help you like reach out to me. And so I think there's so many of us that are like willing to share the knowledge of like what we've been through. And so I think just don't be afraid to ask for help or advice or, you know, different things like that. So, yeah, I second all that. And I agree with you. I think there's always someone in the community that has been through something similar. Like, even if you think it's so out there or like weird or whatever, I have just seen so many people connect over like going through the same thing um, with diabetes. So it's always good to reach out, put like a question on your story or something and do all that stuff that Heather said um on my list I have um same things that you do like and what you said before just like 
it's it's always good to like talk to your friend group or at least have like one close friend that you go out with a lot um to the bar wherever you go like just if you like could tell them your like what you need from them like hey if I get too drunk like I need you to do this or this or like just make sure that like someone who's with you like knows the plan or like knows what to do if you are like not responsive or whatever because like you know people like people around you aren't going to know what to do unless you tell them for the most part and obviously if you need like medical help then you would want someone to like get that for you right away so I would say you know just like have a trusted friend that like can keep an eye on you and help you out and like maybe even they can carry like some gummies or juice with them or whatever so that you at least have it um I still love that you call fruit snacks gummies, by the I way. <laughs> I will never not call them gummies, but now I'm, like, really conscious of it because <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know, Heather and I went to Italy together, and I always call fruit snacks gummies. Just, I don't know why. I don't know where it came Every from. Every time. They're called gummies <laughs> to me, and she makes fun of me, and now I'm, like, self-conscious <laughs> about it. Like, every time I say it, I'm, like, I know they're fruit snacks, but, like, I will always say gummies. <laughs> I just love I just love it I mean it's like it's like one of those things where I just hear it and I'm like I just love Kate <laughs> she's she's the best it's always gonna be gummies to me mm-hmm. um okay what else I have on my list is eat before you go to bed we like said that before like it's always a good idea to check your blood sugar before you go to bed um and eat something uh also you kind of mentioned this like you said drink water the day of but also like eating a, a good meal like a yes. carb heavy meal before mm-hmm. you drink is always that's just like general drinking tips like yeah don't um, drink on an empty stomach like have something in there at least yes for real oh my gosh because like you'll have the worst hangover because you'll get sick. Yeah. um so and yeah like obviously better for your blood sugars if you like have something in your system to help like absorb the alcohol and whatnot so always eat before I also have my list um I used to do this sometimes like if I had a kind of like crazy night I would set an alarm for the middle of the night so that I could check my blood sugar if I was like kind of worried that I wouldn't like wake up easily you know because like when you get drunk like you just like pass out sometimes and you're just like so tired from like being out all night so I don't know I don't think it's a bad idea to set an alarm in the middle of the night especially if you're like worried about going low and not waking up like I've never had an issue not waking up I always wake up from low blood sugar but I don't know just in case yeah, it could just be, like, a backup plan for people that know that they're, like, heavy sleepers, and, I mean, especially after drinking that, too, it, it's just a good precaution. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, Heather, what is your, like, relationship to alcohol now? Like, what are your drinking habits, or what do you or do you not like to drink? Tell me a little bit about that. So... Honestly, and I don't know, I mean, it's hard because everyone has different tastes and everything like that, but I think one of the best things that has came out pretty much recently in the past couple of years is seltzers. Um, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like it's so nice to like drink and I don't I don't know how other people are. I don't maybe it's just what works for me, but I don't bolus. I mean, obviously there's no carbs, but they say alcohol is a carb. So I don't bolus for seltzer. So it's kind of nice to like be able to drink and not be drinking something sugary, like a mixed drink or 
um, like wine or, you know, beer or something like that. So seltzers are definitely like my number one go-to. Um, I do like wine. Like I'll sit down and have a glass of wine, but then it's hard because I feel like you get like that increase of your blood sugar. And then I don't know, sometimes I feel like I almost get more low after wine. So it's kind of, it's kind of weird. I don't know. Um, I mean, obviously I still drink, but I would say I definitely drink seltzers and wine the most. Um, I'll occasionally like have a beer and I do like mixed drinks too. But um, again, I like the fruity mixed drinks. So like, then I have to bolus for like the pineapple juice or cranberry juice or like different things like that. So I think that the seltzer is like the easiest way for me, especially like in the summer, if I'm on the boat or something, um, it's nice to just be like, here, I'm going to have a seltzer and like not have to be like, okay, my blood sugar is going up and down. And I mean, I take snacks and everything with me, but I think like seltzers are for sure my go-to. Um, but I mean, it doesn't like drinking. My diabetes doesn't like stop me from drinking what I want to drink. It's just like adapting to what each thing does kind of, and like knowing what's in your drink and how much you need to do. And like, having a pack of fruit snacks in case you accidentally like don't drink your whole drink or, you know, just different things like that where you're like, okay, things happen. So what do you, what, what do you drink these days, Kate? Well, so I, I mean, I definitely still drink like every once in a while. Like I do enjoy drinking, but not as much as I used to. Like I'm definitely more of like a I don't know, just like a social, like every once in a while type of drinker. Um, and yeah, so that's like, cha- it's definitely changed a lot over the years. Like I remember in high school, I used to drink like literally the worst drinks ever, like UV blue and like, oh my God, worst liquors. Oh, like I can't even like think about it now. UV like, blue. Ugh. That makes me cringe thinking about that. <laughs> like everyone has a bad experience with UV blue. I can't, it's so disgusting. Um, but I definitely have realized like over the years how different alcohols affect my blood sugar differently. Um, and like I said, I just don't, I don't like drinking as much. Like I, I like it, um, as just like a social thing, like, and I enjoy like a cocktail every once in a while or like martinis, like fun to have, um, and, or like drinking on the boat, like you said, in the summer having like seltzer. And I also enjoy craft beers, like, since like you know like I lived in Grand Rapids forever and like there's so many craft beers and ciders and stuff like that that I like trying but mm-hmm. as far as like oh like, I forgot like, about ciders too yeah you do like ciders yep. mm-hmm. um but yeah as far as like liquor goes like I do not like liquor I avoid hard liquors at all costs in college I used to drink vodka sodas all the time because they're low carb <laughs> Or I used to drink rum and Diet Coke, which, like, Mm. ugh, was, I I can't, they're so gross, but every once in a while now, throwback, I know, right, every once in a while now I have, like, a shot if everyone's having one, like, that type of situation, but, like, it's, like, I can't, it's so gross. I definitely pass on shots, I'm like, no, I'm 24, I'm not doing this, like, and like you said, too, I also don't drink like I did in college either, like, I'm not like one of those people that drinks every day, but I think I'm kind of like the same situation as you where I'm like a social drinker and stuff. But like, if you try and get me to do a shot, it's got to be something that goes down like super smooth. And I would never guess it's a shot because I'm like, no way, Jose. No, I agree. Not happening. Yeah, I'm like a green tea shot, like a like basically juice. Like, yeah, I'll do that. (laughs) 
<laughs> but like to yeah. keep like no get it away from me <laughs> i'm like embarrassed that i like can't drink anymore but whatever i i like kind of hate it too because like it really does give me like a way worse hangover than it ever has before like i just don't really like the i don't always like the way it makes me feel so i don't know i take it easy with drinking nowadays but i still enjoy it here and there um I'm trying to think. So yeah, you mentioned seltzers. Seltzers are huge. Like I actually asked people on my story, like what they like to drink. And like so many people said seltzers just because it's low carb. Um, you don't have to bolus for it. And it's not like super high in alcohol content either. So it's not going to like get you really drunk, like really quickly. Um, so that's why I like them too. And other people said like a, lo- a lot of diabetics said that they drink like low carb drinks just because it's like easier to manage your blood sugar because if you're drinking like a soda with liquor like it's gonna spike way up and Mm -hmm. then it's gonna crash way down for most people that's like most people's experience I think with like drinking and blood sugar and diabetes wonder I wonder how it is for for the kids these days when they start drinking not the kids you know what I mean like people when they first start drinking now that they have seltzers and everything, like, I wish I could have, like, gradually started with seltzers and been like, oh, but instead we had nasty UV blue. <laughs> like, it's crazy because, like, when you're young, like, I feel like all you care about is, like, getting messed up. So you're drinking, like, the hardest liquor and, like, you know, I don't know. And then I feel like you just get older and then you're like, okay, I don't need to get drunk in two seconds. Like, I'll just yeah. drink seltzer. But, like, really, I mean... If seltzers were around when we were, like, early college days, like, I don't remember, I mean, no one really drank them, or, like, they weren't popular. Yeah, I don't think they came around until, like, 2019, 2020, maybe, and we were already out of college, I mean, we graduated spring of 2019, so, yeah, I think they were after our college days, Yeah, unfortunately. Started getting popular, like, towards the end. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'm thankful for seltzers. I love a good seltzer. <laughs> like, yeah, honestly. They I also, definitely save a diabetic. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I like like low-carb beers, too. Like, the Michelob Ultras are only, like, mm-hmm. carbs, I think. And then I think same with, like, Coronas. I don't think Coronas have very many carbs in them. But there's definitely some heavier beers that do, like, spike my blood sugar more. Um, and then Yeah, I was going to ask you about your craft beers, too, because... I mean, I'm not a beer drinker. Like, I'll do a Michelob, too, if I'm going to drink a beer or something. But how do the craft beers do with your blood sugars? I think it always just depends on, like, what kind of beer it is. Like, because, I mean, I do guess a lot. And, like, I don't usually bolus a lot for alcohol. So, like, if it's if I just get, like, a light beer, like, I'm not really going to bolus for it probably but if I get something that's like a little bit heavier and it's like a fruity beer or something like that like sometimes I will take like a little less than a unit for it like because that's like not a lot of insulin for me um so it just depends on like what I get and that's like the same thing with like wines because you know like some wines are sugary and some wines are more dry and don't have a lot of sugar in them so right it's hard to tell but like I don't know I kind of I kind of just go off like the taste if it tastes like sugary then I'm like mm, maybe I'll take a little bit of insulin or like we'll do a little here a little there yeah I'll just like I-, I wing it a lot so it usually works out <laughs> that's about what I do too I'm like let's just let's hope for the best with this one 
yeah seriously um but yeah aside from that other so like I said lots of people on Instagram said that they drink low carb drinks like seltzers vodka sodas diet soda with whatever liquor in it are very common ones lots of people just said like beers and wines also lots of people said tequila which if that's your thing good for you I could never (laughs) um but there was like some people that said that they don't drink because they're too scared because they have diabetes or like they just don't drink because they don't want to deal with like their blood sugar um so that was like kind of a common one too which totally understand if you have no desire to drink then like definitely don't like it's not necessary but also like I do just want to say like it you know like it is possible to figure it out and like if anything I would say that if you're interested in like trying to drink with diabetes and like trying to manage it like start small and just like you know if you just have like one drink check your blood sugar in a half hour kind of like see how it affects you um then that could be like a good way to like ease into it and just kind of like see how different drinks affect you yeah that's some really good advice and then let's see I so then I also asked on my story um what like how it affects people because I know like like Heather and I have talked about how alcohol affects blood sugar um it can definitely be like different for everyone just the same way that you know carbs affect everyone differently as well um but a lot of people's experiences are that like it can spike especially if they have something that's like higher carb um something with like sugar in it or carbs or whatever um it'll like spike their blood sugar up and then like hours later it will drop it down lower I think that's super common one um some people on my story did say that like one person said that it doesn't affect their blood like it doesn't really have an effect on their blood sugar which is kind of crazy I mean that would be really really nice that is super nice (laughs) yeah but that's definitely not my experience um one person said that they experience a lot of lows the following day. Like, it's not just, like, the night of and, like, the morning. Like, it's, like, the whole entire day after, which I thought was kind of interesting because I don't really think that happens to me. I don't know. I mean, that's not something that I would, like, have noticed, but... Yeah. Has that would be, like, super rough, though. I mean, especially if you're, like, obviously dehydrated from that night and then have the whole next day of lows. Like, I think I would just be so exhausted from that. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, it already sucks being hungover, so, like, right, having lows all day would suck on top of that, but, mm-hmm. yeah, but like I said, it affects everyone differently. You never know how it's going to affect you, so don't just take, like, the general consensus on it and think that that's how it'll affect you. Affect you. Like, be careful with it if it's your first time drinking or you don't know how it affects your blood sugar, Um, but, yeah, that's that's what we have for drinking and diabetes do you have anything else to add to that Heather no I think I mean honestly just utilize the resources that you have because I think that's like one thing Kate and I wish that we would have done I mean especially I feel like there's so many diabetics that are so willing to like talk about things and um I wish that was like a tool that I would have utilized too especially like before I met Kate because now I have Kate's so like whenever I have something I'm just like hey this is what I'm going through and it's nice to have her but before when I didn't I think that would be like the perfect opportunity to like 
reach out to a diabetic community and be like, Hey, I'm in this situation because we've all been in your shoes. And so I think just like take advantage of the resources that you have around you. Even if you're like scared to put yourself out there, I think that like, we're all willing to provide as much help and insight and everything as much as possible. So definitely second all of that. Um, so for our last little segment I did, I decided to do like a diabetes good news. And I just wanted to share a couple of things I put on my story um, for people to share like anything good that's happening with diabetes right now, whether that's like with them personally or just like random stuff in the news, like new technology developments or whatever it is. Um, so I put that on my story. And if you are ever wanting to like write in with a question, you can follow me at Thriveabetic on Instagram and I will be posting more questions on my story for upcoming episodes. Um, so for this one, I have a couple things for to share for Diabetes Good News. And that is someone wrote in and they said that they got their lowest A1C ever. Someone else said they were recovering from diabetes burnout and they're going back to taking care of themselves better right now. So yay. And then the last one that I have is um, someone said for five years, their A1C was always around 11. And just this year, they've gotten it down to 6.9, which is amazing. Awesome. Those are all super exciting. Heather, what is something good you can share about diabetes? Hmm. And you put me on the spot. <laughs> anything. It can be like a good blood sugar today. Um, I mean, honestly, hmm. what's your good thing? Let me think of mine for a minute while you say your good thing with diabetes. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> um, mine is very small, but today I, I was at 111, which like 11 is my lucky number. So I love, I love 111. Um, and today is 11, 11 or no 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 no. today yeah oh (laughs) 2022 like the date gotcha (laughs) I was like oh it just feels like extra lucky on like a lucky day so yeah Yeah. that's my my diabetes good news today oh that's awesome um I would just say that my good diabetes thing has just been like I don't know I feel like I've had a good couple of days where I had like some good steady blood sugars and Um, I mean, I don't really have like a big win. So I would just say like, I've had a good couple of days and things, things have been going well, minus like me just being a little mentally needing a break, but otherwise things are good. Good. Glad to hear it. Well, we'll end it on that. Heather, thank you so much for being here today and talking with me all about drinking and diabetes. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Kate. Of course. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. Um, You can find all of my links to my social media in the show notes and as well as Heather's. Um, I am Thrivebetic on Instagram and Thrivebetic on TikTok. If you would like to connect with me, um, you can always write into the show by emailing me thrivebetic at gmail.com or um, responding to my stories where I ask questions and do polls. Thanks so much and I'll see you next week.